0: It's a, it's, a it's a film with
1: three brains. It's a film with three brains. It's a film with three brains.
2: It's a film with three brains. It's a film with three brains. It's a film with three brains. Oh my God, you guys are freaks. On the streets of Hong Kong, a mysterious woman, a young cop, and an innocent dreamer are about to meet. Where mystery and romance collide.
1: Miramax Films and Rolling Thunder Pictures present Wong Kar Wai's *Chung King Express*. Hello, and welcome to the film with three brains. I am Sean in Chicago.
0: Uh, This here is Conan Maplewood, and Sam in San Francisco.
1: (laughs) This here is what? (laughs) (laughs) This here is
0: Conan Maplewood, New Jersey.
1: <laughs> um we are going to talk about Chung King Express, which is a Hong Kong movie from nineteen ninety four and it's directed by a guy named Wong Kar Wong Kar Wai, who apparently has quite a bit of cred. Um and obviously I picked it for its you know, kind of its uh high rating on Rotten Tomatoes. It's a Hong Kong movie? That sounds weird. Yeah, I shouldn't have said that. It's <laughs> it's a, <laughs> it's that's a, that's a movie Kong. set in Hong Kong. <laughs> Um, but I think we, you know, we were talking about like, is it a cop movie? And, and it's, there's not a lot, it involves two cops, but it's not a crime movie at all, right. Really, It's,
0: it's, it's a crime. It's not a crime I mean, the, it, it, at first you think <laughs> it might be though, in the beginning.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um. But then it's not. Sam, you thought you had seen it.
2: Do you think you have? Nope.
1: Nothing. I must right, have right seen but... like
2: the previews and, or, and the, um in the like the box at the video store yeah. a zillion yeah. times because i was like oh i know it's cops and you know whatever i i had no idea what it was about which is in fact i was actually thinking once it started i'm like oh yeah it is some sort of action movie boy was that
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe it's, let down. it's yeah. kind of two movies it's two stories yeah. very loosely tied together very loosely but, but it, I think it's probably interesting in the way it's tied together because there's some there's some subtle things that that you 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 could notice if you're paying attention or if or if you're like me you finished it and you're like huh and then I went back and watched the first story again just to make sure mm-hmm. you know and I actually caught a couple of things um, but yeah I was I was not it was not what I was expecting I don't know what was I, I was expecting but I, it was more about romance and loneliness and stuff like that. I guess thematically. I mean, it's about a lot of stuff. It's about, it's, I don't think it really matters what it's about. It's just the way it tells the story is probably what makes it interesting. But, uh, yeah. What do you, what, what what, I'm, I'm getting ahead of you guys. What do you, what do you guys think of it?
2: Sam? Um, (laughs) I was kind of disappointed. Um, you know, I kept I kept waiting for something more to happen, mm-hmm. and I guess it, my my brain had a really hard time accepting that this this movie's about just these kind of lovesick police officers, Um you know, because that's I mean the movie's about love. It's not about any of the other things that you think it might be about for the first 20 yeah. minutes. <laughs> so I think that was one one of the things. And then, you know, switching to a second story was also a little bit of a surprise. Cause I was like, like wait, uh, okay. Um, <laughs> and so I, I, almost feel like there needs to be like, like, like I also felt like that would have been a nice warning, like, <laughs> you know, to know that, okay, it's not, there's no whole story here. Um, so mm-hmm. like, sure i like how something's done but i felt like i was watching something incomplete Yeah, uh, twice yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> twice yeah um so yeah it was it, like i said there's a lot of little moments i like and then there's a lot of things like okay you know like where where's the real i mean maybe it's just it's just you know that we don't do too many art house movies and so when one comes along it's hard to switch gears and be like oh it really talk to me about what it is to be a police officer in love you know like <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah the other thing though that really got s- distracting was using the same songs over and over and over mm-hmm. um, like I don't yeah you know one in particular California yeah. dreaming. In the remake version of um, the Cranberries song, mm-hmm. Dreams, um, yeah, and the song in the uh, jukebox in the first part, it's just, it's just like, okay, like, can we do something else? You yeah, know? especially like playing it so loud that you can't understand what they're saying, multiple times. <laughs> like, it just, it just wasn't working for me. Right. You know.
1: There was she says something like, "Oh, I, you know, I like loud music. I don't." think is uh, it helps me not think or something and yeah but yeah yeah, i found myself doing the same like can you please just turn down the damn radio so we can hear this conversation you're having or
2: (laughs) but not to be only negative which is something that i'm i'm good at um on the plus side i'll struggle here for a second plus side no i really there was this there's some moments i'm like oh it's kind of like amelie a little bit you know the second story I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I like that. You know, like, there's, like, this cleverness. I like how he talks to himself and, and you know, talks to the soap bar and tells him, you know, he's getting thin, and the, or the rag, like, why are you crying and all that. Like, I, I thought all that was really clever, really well done. Um, but it, you know, so there was enough little things that, like, little bits that rewarded you to to keep you in the game, even though, ultimately, at the end, I didn't feel like I was... Satisfied. Mm-hmm. Hmm. hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it? That's, no, it, yeah. that's all
0: he's got. <laughs> I don't know. Like, this is exactly the sort of film I really liked when we were in college, and right now I hate it. It's just, it's just my sensibilities. Like, I don't give a sh- shit about any of it, you know? Yeah. I don't care. Just They're like, kind of any... young. They're all kind of young. Yeah, and like movies that are are predominantly thematically based like it's just all about theme expressing themes and shit i, I have no interest in it anymore i used to no i don't care you know i don't know just i don't find it interesting anymore i'm just like ugh, i don't know man like real life has plenty of theme to it i don't want any of that anymore like listeners we were talking about violent night before we started you know came on and i'd much rather watch that than this <laughs> a thousand times over and not to say that King Express is not without merit. It's just, for me, I don't want to watch it. And I did watch it. I remember it. I remember watching it. I, I went through a little, I'm pretty sure I went through a little, kick, a little uh, what do you call it, a thing where I was into, you know, I wanted to see Wong Kar-wai's movies. And so I saw, I know I saw this. I know I saw In the Mood for Love, though I don't remember it. Uh, I saw 2046, which I vaguely recall, and I'm pretty sure I saw The Grandmaster, which is, you know, like a Kung Fu movie, so clearly I enjoyed that the most of all. Okay, but I do remember seeing. I vaguely recall watching this and liking it, you know, as a fledgling film student, thinking it was interesting. And but now I'm just like, eh. right? This, you know, there's, there's not, a lot there's going an... on from a from a filmmaking standpoint. Yeah, but... yeah. And you know, I I read up so, I read some reviews because everyone puts this on like their best films of all times list, which is kind of surprising. It is even, even even when you embrace what it is and appreciate it for what it is, like, is it still the best version of this type of movie? I don't think it is, but. Apparently a lot of people do, but Roger Ebert had a really great, insightful sort of point of view about it. And it's a long paragraph. I'm going to read the whole thing because the punctual, <laughs> the last, the last sentence is the punctuation of the whole thing. He said, when Godard was hot in the sixties and seventies, there was an audience for the style. But in those days, there were still film societies and repertory theaters to build and nourish such audiences. Many of today's younger film goers, fed only by the narrow selections at video stores or in our case, this is a while ago. Now it's fed by the endless availability of content, you know, and streamers and all that shit, mm-hmm. are not as curious or knowledgeable and may simply be puzzled by Chunking Express instead of challenged. So it needs to be said in any event that a film like this is largely a cerebral experience. You enjoy it because of what you know about film, not because of what it knows about life. And that last sentence, I think, is a perfect encapsulation of Chung King Express*. Yeah. You know, for for any average person, you know, Joe Blow who doesn't know a fucking thing about filmmaking and doesn't care, like this isn't going to be anything. For, they're they're not going to get much out of this. And I'm in the same boat because for a long time I liked this sort of thing, and I don't, you know, and so I don't get anything out of it either. I'm just like, ugh, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> like this is I, I I these days I watch a movie to be entertained you know, to be diverted, and that's not what this is. Yeah, Let's not, not as to say way. it's not as to say it's not well made or or have something to say I suppose, but it's just not for me.
2: So, but you said that for people who are interested, who are the the small amount of people interested in filmmaking, what would they see in this that makes it great filmmaking or special I think, filmmaking?
0: I think they would just see, I think, uh, uh, you know, sort of various themes represented in a visual medium without any dialogue, not any dialogue, but very little. So, like, there's not a ton of story, but there's a lot of like thematic expression going on, and it's all told relatively silently with terrible, not terrible, but not so great music (laughs) you know i like the the dreams cover is fine i like that song but did you know that the dreams cover was done by the actress
1: no so fei wong who plays the Mm -hmm. girl in the second part she's that was her singing on that yeah which i thought was interesting and after the
0: fact i thought it was interesting at the time i was just like well what the hell is this version (laughs) yeah i also feel like it suffers from not that it's dated but that it was visually far more interesting um 30 years ago than it is now because everything that war kong wide does in this um has been done since you know and hmm. so if you're not familiar with this and you've seen other films that use similar techniques you'd be like oh well and then you saw this you might be like eh, he's just like doing <laughs> what everyone else is yeah exactly yeah. And, so, and so I what he, he, you know, suffers from being first or being imitated, and therefore people think he's the imitator, perhaps.
2: Yeah. So, when the guy's trying to put the coin in the, in, or when he's about to put the coin in the jukebox and everything else is happening behind him in like the whole day of the bar, you know, you see the people walking behind him in blurred motion and all that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Was that shot? Is one shot, and he's just doing it in super slow motion? Because this is 1994. I'm trying to figure uh, out like how it was put together. Because it's not
0: it was low budget uh, too. It's, it's hard, hard exactly. to say. It. Hmm. I'm trying. I don't remember now. I'm having a hard time remembering the exact so thing you're talking about. The scene
2: is he's waiting for the girl at 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. or 8 p.m. Whatever the California restaurant. Yeah. And he breaks his his. Ten whatever note to get coins to put in the jukebox, and they show him slouched up against the jukebox and putting the coin in. His hands like starts up kind of like shoulder height as Mm he slouched forward, leaning against this thing, and he's just lowering his hand. But behind him, the motion's a blur, Mm -hmm. and he's and you can see people come, sit down, you know, get up, walk away, walk past, all these things, and it's all happening kind of in a blur. Mm. And to me, it looked like he did his thing. (laughs) moving his hand really slowly That's and they had possible. everyone else moving sure. and then they sped it up to make it look like his hand was was normal right, but said, right. that was a neat effect
0: yeah it, i i can't i still can't remember exactly but i do know that i actually did something similarly in college um a friend of mine directed a music video that i was the i shot i was director of photography on and we did that exact thing we had a guy sitting at a table in the middle of a diner and everyone else was moving at normal speed and he was moving in super slow motion because we were <clears throat> we had shot everything and um you know we were uh shooting everything in super fast motion or you know a high frame rate so when we played it back everyone was moving or a low frame rate so when we played it back everyone was moving super fast and he looked like he was sh- going normal so it's quite possible I mean the th- the thing for the blur is they you know it's called step printing I guess if it, it, now it's a little different because this is on film what they do is they shoot it in slow motion and um, not slow motion sorry it's like fast motion where they they're shooting like 12 frames a second or 10 frames or six frames and they double print the frames mm. so then when it plays back it it, it not just blurry but it has that weird sort of step motion to it. You know, uh, so yeah. I mean, the easiest way to do that is to just have the guy move slow, real slow. Or he's sh- on a green screen, but I didn't see anything that I thought was green screen in this. No, I didn't. You, usually you can tell, especially something from '94. You probably yeah, be able to exactly. tell. These days, you probably can't tell at all. But um, yeah, yeah. I, I would guess, and I, I should. I'll go check. I want to check that out again at some point and see if I can tell. But you might be right. He probably yeah. just moved real slow. It'd be the easiest way to do it.
1: Yeah. I thought to, I thought that must have been how I did it but I'm sure you could do it any number of ways now. But yeah, I like the I like the effect of it like like Sam was saying. I I think uh, if I can uh go back to just our general feelings again. Um <clears throat> I think that like I had the same kind of like what where is this going? What what is going on? And I didn't like yeah, I didn't like how abrupt the ending was, but mm-hmm. When I after I, like everything I read about it after made me like start to, like temper my thoughts and I don't know if that's good or bad i feel I feel like it's not fair um not what not, well, doesn't matter um but I mean the the you know the fact that there was supposed to be a third part a third story yeah and like we said you know it's not everything seems unfinished well it definitely is unfinished because yeah. Uh, he made it into a whole other movie, right? That was uh, yeah. Fallen Angels Fall, or something? Fallen like Angels, a, yeah. A Hitman is supposed to be the third story. I don't, yeah, I don't think I ever saw that one. So that explains why, you know, why it's. And that, and that he was making a whole other movie. It was one of those, <laughs> you know, movie inside a movie. Yeah, He's making Ashes of Something. What is it? I don't know. Uh, oh, Ashes, Ashes of Time. Ashes of, of time. time, yeah. Yeah. So he had two months off right around the holidays and he had this contract to do two films so he just he just whipped this out they shot in yeah. like 20 some days he wrote the second part in a day <laughs> which you can kind of tell because there's not a whole lot going on
0: yeah. like,
1: the first part seems more like oh wait there's some intrigue here he must have like thought up these characters first the second part seems like like the the tone of the second one is so mellow and just sort of spacious and stuff you know like it's it's meant to feel slow and long, and I, I feel like it's atmospheric or something. I don't know. I don't know, but it didn't. But it did. You know that, don't, that doesn't excuse the lack of plot. It's just like I think he was trying to make these points in a grandiose or 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 just a longer way, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe not so specific to the characters, but just the way everything kind of you know makes you feel. I guess that's the best way I can describe it because, you know, <laughs> at first I just felt confusion because I don't know what's going on. Then I was like, oh yeah. Okay. So she got double crossed by this, that dude, uh, English guy, who was kind of the, the crime, uh, ring, the ringleader, I think. I mean, it's kind of, uh, you know, you're kind of confused. You're not, you don't really know, you know, she's, she's yeah. smuggling drugs with these, these Indian guys, Indian families and stuff. And then they, they disappear on her. And she's like, "What the hell?" And and she goes looking for him, and um, so there's there's stuff going on. And then she just kind of happens to end up with that cop. So yeah. and then they have this interesting like non romance <laughs> of you know like she's too tired, and he just sits around, and then he, you know, he cleans her shoes and he leaves. You know, it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's bizarre, just like it as as describing it sounds. And you know, I think that. The other th- stuff that you read is like you know how he was trying to talk about you know being in the same occupying the same space but no physical contact you know that the yeah he was trying to say stuff about relationships and 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 love and loss and all that shit and I think some of it <laughs> <laughs> not to yeah I mean because because I, I do like that I like I just wish that it that it was more cohesive in in terms of the whole thing you know like if it was yeah I really thought there was it was gonna tie tie back into it at the end. Did yeah. you guys feel like it was gonna like she was, They were gonna sure. run into the yeah. woman or you know something. Yeah. But by the end, then you have two. You have all these other characters because then he's the new the other cop. This the um cop six six three or whatever. He he's over the he's getting over this first girl May. Then he meets another girl Faye, <laughs> and then he if I'm wait no no May and then he has a fling with the flight attendant which I don't think we, have. she doesn't even have a name. And then as he's, <laughs> then he meets Faye and then like, he really has nothing with any of them in the end. I mean, he yeah. like, like nothing really happens with Faye. He just kind of like, she pops you know, she's popping in his apartment all the time. And um, anyway, the point is that, that he's trying to say something about how, you know, space. And like, you know, when he says early on, I was 0.1, you know, centimeters, oh, one centimeters away from, you know, that, the lady in the wig and blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, and, and again, so the, the slapdash kind of manner that it's done just makes me go, wow, I mean, how did he make such a well-received movie in such a short amount of time? And like the, the, the wig and the glasses, she was, she was shooting another movie. She's apparently a big actress at the time. And she was on another movie and she had to like do both uh, double duty. She had to film had shoots on the same day and, and so they just decided to you know put something over her other costume she didn't have a time to, didn't even have time to change a costume apparently i don't know <laughs> <laughs> must be super rushed so that so i give it some some extra points for for that but then it makes me think well yeah I and th- like couldn't it have been much better i think sam said that like w- what it could have been if you had spent more <laughs> if you had been more intentional about it or taken longer to, to work on it probably would have ended up a little different yeah but yeah I think I, the, I, the same thing I was you know I was reading the the Roger Ebert one that you did, mm-hmm. and I loved the, the end, but I also liked the just the fact that you know he says you could be the, these young people or whoever could be puzzled instead of challenged, because yeah. I feel like that that describes what it was for me. It was challenging, yeah, and if you if you want to be like if you want to watch a David Lynch movie, you can be challenged, you know no problem. But, yeah. the, but if you're not ready, if you don't, if you don't expect that, then you, and, and, and everything in, about the movie so far is like, well, it's supposed to be, it seems pretty linear so far and it's not. So you have to kind of let go of that if you want to ex- appreciate it or, or, and I think this is probably the most important thing. I think you probably watch it two or three times and the, all these people that love it so much. I'm sure they've watched it more than once. Yeah, And I think Roger Ebert says that too. Like, you know, it's multiple viewings will probably something like that. I don't know. Maybe it was somebody else, but, and some of them are, you know, like the Rolling Stone, Peter Travers is like, it's exasperating and exhilarating. And that's that, you know, I think it's a little more exasperating than exhilarating, but, but I don't know if that's part of the appeal or just by, by accident that it came out that way. Yeah. So, so yeah, I think, well, as I, the experience of watching it is different than the than the experience of um, pondering or, or talking about it afterwards, because mm-hmm. all I can think about is the stuff that I'm not quite sure about, or like the the Garfield showing up earlier, or the yeah, I mean the, even the music, even like we the, the California Dreaming is six is played six times, which is way too many. Yeah, and at first I was like, well, they just can't couldn't afford more songs, I guess, but. He says something about that too. He says like you know that that the characters are having trouble with, cha- or like the the paradox of wanting change and and yet not being able to change. You know, it's like she she keeps listening to the same music and then she ends up going to California. You know. Yeah. I don't know. That seemed a little bit abrupt to me. Like her just going, ah, eh, okay, I'm going to California.
2: Yeah. I think that's one of the things that annoyed me is that because you're like okay it's going one way and then she does this like she you know she spends all this time on things that would seem like romantic gestures yeah and then ends up running away and so that that was another thing I was like wait a a second because it's almost like there's two like okay there's this big bigger theme about you know that this is about love And, and in some ways it's about losing love or looking for love, but then it almost becomes too many things because there's this, there's this element of, of, okay, you're, you're in this, you know, he makes this point like of being like a millimeter away from someone else, but never really getting a chance to know them, you know, like that, that you, you could be, you could be so close to people, but be lonely, but then that never really fleshes out either like it's yeah. just he doesn't he doesn't decide to go one way or the other you know it's it's uh it's he ends the story in the middle of yeah is 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 are they going to have a romance or not or are they just this weird kind of passing i don't even know if infatuation is the right word but something like it you know it's it's so he, he never even settles on on which point he was trying to make you know is is it is it separation or is it is it the ability to be you know to find connection you know and so so yeah it's um you know i i see what co is saying like hey at a time there there might be a time in my life where i'd be like yeah that was that was a really interesting take on that concept but at this point you know it's. I think the other part of it yeah. too is just from the amount of we've seen gimmicks. We've seen so many gimmicks over the years, where people could do it. I mean, people still argue or not whether or not Memento is a gimmick or a good movie. Right. And, Ooh. You know. So if, if and and that one Wait I think minute. is past our timeline. <laughs> oh, okay. But 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 I I just I feel like I'm uh, like when you get old enough, you've seen enough gimmicks that you got to be really you know picky as to like was it worth it or was it just something that worked at the time
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know yeah
2: and right. and this, this one i've been like okay at the time it was it was different than everything else you were seeing because there's nothing you were going to see in the regular theaters that would be like this movie yeah but at this point i've seen so many movies that aren't in the regular theaters that i'm like this you know it doesn't really stand stand out
0: have you guys ever seen the three colors trilogy from Krzysztof Kieślowski? Yeah. I've only yeah. seen like one or like, two I think. <laughs> like to, like the, there's a lot of there's a lot of similarities between mm. this and those films. And they came out around the same time. Yeah. But and I haven't I haven't seen those uh red uh blue red and white in a long time. Probably since they came out, but I remember liking them a lot. Yep. And I don't know and I don't know if my memory is messing with me because this at the time I was into movies like that. But I really remember liking them, like really sort of blown away by how fascinating I found them. But, and just and I think part of the thing is there's actually a plot to them. Right. You know, yeah. And it's not a huge plot. It's not gigantic, but there's something driving the story. It's not all theme, although it is heavy into theme and, and yeah. symbolism, which normally I, I find a little tedious. But in those somehow he gets
2: away with it. Um, so yeah. that, it's funny that you mentioned that because that actually came to my mind after I watched this. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's weird. It kind of reminds me of Blue. You yeah. know Because she's looking, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of quiet, not really following. She's looking for love. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I knew that, I, I, I know that you really are waiting for us to pick the other Juliette Binoche uh, movie, The English Patient. Yeah. Um, <laughs> She's, so, no, the, oh, the other, other. Right. she's got a few more than that no she does she, no she had a good career she's, but but i just know that the english patient is, is high on coast uh, uh, so, so. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: well i will. i will say that i'll watch this three more times before i watch the english patient again because and that's oh, yeah. why because i don't mm-hmm. think the english patient has lots of Secrets to to impart, you know. I think mm-hmm. it's just a base, you know. It's a, I don't, I don't really think drama. this does either, though. Well, but <laughs> I, but that's what I'm saying. Like I, I would watch it again once just to just to re review what I liked, and what I didn't like. I mean, yeah, I definitely will still be, every time I watch, it, I'll be annoyed by how much voiceover there is, you know, like mm-hmm. there's so much narration of, and it switches. It's like Faye and then the cop and then back to the Faye. Yeah, uh, got a little bit muddled, you know, like just too much much voiceover you know i can see what you're doing and especially when they like describe what they're doing and you already know like you know because he seems to be more spare with his dialogue and other places but with voiceover it's like oh come on let's just let's just describe everything okay <laughs> i mean some of it's important certainly some of it you know is part of the the scene or the gag that he's working on or the yeah i mean it's not it's, but you know stuff like that or the music you know you, I, you couldn't watch this over and over because you just never want to hear california dreaming
0: again (laughs) unfortunately it's a good song
1: otherwise i would be sick of it but i've heard
0: it a million times anyway i really Um, hate the the song the music they use in the trailer and then the very very first music you hear when the film starts whatever that that is i really don't like it i find it yeah just nails on the chalkboard don't like it it's
1: um yeah because it's it's like keyboardy but it's it's trying to sound like real instruments i I know what you mean it didn't i didn't it was okay to start with, but then like, wow, why bring it back in five minutes later? Like, oh, okay. Here it is again. Yeah. So, but yeah, I don't, I don't think, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I can't, I can't. Well, okay. What I was thinking about was the, you know, the one, the one millimeter, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and then 57 hours later, I fell in love with this woman and you, you know, by that time the first story ends, I've totally forgotten about that. But just thinking yeah. about it now, I was like, <laughs> oh, so that, so what he was talking about was when she says happy birth, he, she leaves him the happy birthday message. Mm-hmm. And he said, for that, I will always love that woman. I'm like, what? Come on, that's right. not love.
2: That's not love. That's what I'm saying. Is <laughs> you you know? the, yeah. The Hong Kong police force is filled with lovesick officers, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of hopeless romantics. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. I would argue that it's not about love. I would say it is more about loss and and because I think the first the first film with the pineapples and everything like he's he's obviously just coming to terms with it's like, you know, grieving a relationship or kind of starting a you know, another chapter of your life and he he keeps calling her house and all that shit. Um the second one I think was more like the F- even though they they had nothing really going, I mean they were just they kept running into each other and they were had this weird weirdness and they, you know she she felt weird because she should because she's breaking an entering and <laughs> yeah. you know she's she kept this letter and lied to him and all that stuff. I think that was just helping. I mean I don't know if it says this, says this specifically, but you know it helped him um, to I guess ju- you know to be open. To not just think of relationships in one way, and then, and for whatever reason, they he you know it's it's just the very end scene when he's in the shop that, the, that we've been going to this whole movie, and the guy has sold it to him, so he's changed up. So you know he's not he's not a cop anymore. I think unless he's doing. Yes, both. also seemed weird. So he so, I feel like the relationship and all that stuff was supposed to help him, kind of, you know. I hate the expression but broaden his horizons you know that stuff and and make and then he was more adventurous because at the end we're we're not sure if he's going to go off with the, the the flight attendant again because he's like you know what wherever you take me you know like i'm ready for another i'm ready for some adventure now you know and so whether you you know can whether you can relate to that or not it's not specifically about any of the relationships it's just about their attitudes about the relationships So it's, yeah, it's pretty, it's meta, it's meta, it's, 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 it's obtuse, but yeah, I think, like I said, you know, what we've all, all the things we've said so far, like the experience of watching it and the, you know, the appreciation for it is, are not the same and it's cerebral. It's, it's more, it's more to, there's more to think about than there is to really enjoy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. (laughs) Whatever that means. I, I don't know. If I if I knew what I was getting into, I might not have picked it. I don't know. Um, but I, I, you know, would I have been like, oh, well, you got to, this, it's so hard to like, because cause my default is I don't want to have any expectations. I don't want to know anything about it. Like, I barely read one line about it. I just knew, you know, this, 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 you know, just a couple, just enough to pique my interest. Um, you know, Quentin Tarantino was, was a key to distributing it apparently because he's an admirer um it's in the criterion collection i mean there's like all these things and you're like well wait a minute i should probably see this movie but you know that's not going to prepare you for the confusion and the you know the thoughts that you're going to have when
2: you're trying to follow where the hell it's going yeah it's fascinating to me because it seems i feel like like boy i must be really missing out on something when I saw it, because well, when I read about it afterwards, and I was like, "Wait, this made this made you know a two thousand twelve poll of, of the be- you know in the the list of best films in all time for mm-hmm. um, yeah. you know, Sight and Sound or, or all, you know Times all time one hundred best movies list in two two thousand five the BBC put it in their top one hundred greatest foreign films you know like five years ago. You know, so this is you know more than 20 years later. It's still in this this top 100 list, and I so I'm, I keep I saw this stuff. And I'm like, boy, I must must be missing something. I must be missing something. And the other part of me is like, holy cow, this guy was just like, I need to whip out a film. I'm gonna I'm gonna do. I have one month. I'm gonna whip it out in 23 days. I'm gonna write the scenes the night before we're shooting it. We're shooting it all linearly. And that's and I and that's it. Because this guy, this guy can slap together yeah. something that gets a claim that many years later. In you, you know, think that's
1: why I'm defending it because I'm a procrastinator like him. No, well, I mean obviously <laughs> that's what you're drawn to. Um,
2: no, but it also, I also in some ways shows the the power of filmmaking because it's like, hey, we can break these conventions in a way that that make it memorable, that make people really, you know, that the make people enjoy it and ensure the people who are making these lists and doing these reviews are the ones who really know film. Um, mm. So there's there's obviously some bias there. Um, they're not asking everyone in the world to make their top 100 list because this would nowhere come close. Um, but then we'd have a million Marvel movies on there. Um, yeah. So anyway, but it's just it's just fascinating to me that, that, you know, it's one of those things where... We're reading about it afterwards make, you know, like you said, maybe it's not fair, but it makes you appreciate some of it in some ways more, you know, um, you know, part of it reminds me of, 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 you know, sometimes bands, their greatest songs, you know, like, like you know like the story of smoke on the water like your album's too short it needs to be over 35 minutes so they're like okay well we'll make another song and like they whip that together and that's their biggest hit you know like <laughs> like you know and that happens you know it's it's yeah. uh you know so it's just it's just interesting that, that you know it's gonna be like okay we're just gonna do all this throw it together and and in some ways like if you turn it around like well, he's made a bunch of other movies that he put way more time into, and they're not on those lists. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> like,
1: yeah. so There's a lesson. To, there's a lesson in there somewhere.
2: It's 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 weird. So it's like, you know, he's just like, okay, I'm just going for this, you know, this emotion, and I'm going to forget the rest. I'm going to let it let it fall aside, and it and it worked, you know. So, yeah, I don't know, but it, but it, all of it goes back to coast coast point. If you're if, You're looking for escapism and just want, you know, a full full story. Versus if you're looking and, you know, something to be said about filmmaking and creating a mood or that it's two totally different things and yeah, that's what you want.
0: just to go back to Sean's point, when you were talking about this film and picking it, and you, you mentioned that it was in the Criterion Collection, just remember there's plenty of dog shit in the Criterion <laughs> Collection, by the way. <laughs> like that's the- Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Houses in it that I picked. Armageddon's in the Criterion Collection, for Christ's sake. I mean, Wait I, a love, minute. I love Armageddon, but it's. Why dog is Armageddon shit. in the Criterion be- Collection? Because it's entertaining. I don't know, but it is. <laughs> it's my biggest guilty pleasure, perhaps. But yeah, really? I mean, there, there, there's a bunch of crap in the <laughs> Criterion Collection. Yeah, it's, it's a bunch of masterpieces and shit, but there's plenty of garbage.
1: <laughs> I want to go back to, we were talking, somebody said something about gimmicks. And mm-hmm. me, I think Sam, yeah, you said <laughs> some people think memento, me, memento. Yeah. Okay, so where do we fall on that spectrum? Gimmick or good movie?
2: It's both.
0: Yeah, I mean, it is both. But I think Christopher Nolan somehow has managed to make gimmicks into great movies for most of his career for the most part. Mm, okay. He's just like good at it, you know, yeah, like um uh what do you call it? um Inception. Pretty gimmicky, oh, yeah. but I fucking love that movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i just I love the sort of the conceit he created and the detail that goes into it, you know. I dig it.
1: Yeah. I, and, but I Memento,
0: th- for sure, is it, it's a gimmick She's telling a story in reverse. But it's like the payoff is... It, I feel like the payoff of it all elevates it above it being just a gimmick. I agree. And I, I think that the gimmick has to work yeah. for it to be successful. And how it, and how well he does it. You know, how well he crafted that film I, uh, I was thinking, ele- elevates I, it. Because it could have been
1: garbage. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Is that I think... I've only seen it once, but the I can't believe it he pulled that off. Because Right, right. right exactly. It shouldn't it shouldn't work at all. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or it shouldn't oh yeah, it shouldn't be that effective. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I'm I'm definitely on the that's a, it's it's gimmicky, but but that gimmick has to work and I think it did. Yeah. Agreed. I what's what's his oh man, he did that. Um Tenet. 10 and you know yeah. that's where i was the, going yeah because yeah, the gimmick
2: <laughs> doesn't quite work you have to yeah it doesn't you have to pay so elaborate. close attention to understand yeah. it yeah yeah i i walked out of there and i that's what i said to me i'm like this this is he went too far I said, yeah. so many people won't get what's happening yeah you that know? was
0: that was tough
2: yeah you you want to go with him but it's but after a
1: while you're like ah and he's fighting himself and i'm like wait wait hot huh, what yeah, I think it's I mean, sort
0: of a, a, an interesting failure. Yeah.
1: And a big budget one too, so Yeah. But he's but he's paid his dues. He's allowed he's allowed to make some some bad choices. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. So
0: yeah. yeah. Prestige is fantastic. The Dark Knight is fantastic. I love Inception. I like Memento. Yeah. It's got yeah. some it's got some good shit. Interstellar, eh? Kind of hit or miss here and there. Yeah.
1: Hmm. So, I'm going. I'm I'm going to guess that this is pretty low on the movies that you've seen by Wong Kar Wai. Yeah. Yeah, you I don't, a, a bunch. But. I've
0: seen well, I've seen three or four of them. Um, and this is probably my least favorite, I would say. Although I don't really remember in the mood for love. I know I've seen it, but I don't remember it at all.
1: Yeah, so, so I don't so think We have. I don't think we I, we've seen any of those. Uh, yeah, as far as I know. I'm curious though because I would I would definitely like he's, it's enough for me to go okay I'd I'd watch another of his movies, you know, mm-hmm. just just for the potential. And uh, of course, I mean, foreign movies. You you kind of, I mean, obviously it's not hidden tiger crouching and Dragon or whatever the hell crouching whatever that one <laughs> um I, I i don't know if if you know you have to have a different mindset for foreign movies or if it's better to not like just just to approach it like any other movie i don't
2: i think at this point the answer is no no you don't have to
1: have a different mindset
2: no because it's there's I, no i don't think you should i, I think I think if you're, you know, I mean, look, people are watching Money Heist in, in Spanish, and you know, it was it's a huge success on Netflix. Um, I think we're we're used to reading subtitles. We're used to, you know, we're the 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 world's far more international. I think, you know, if it's 1994 near in Wisconsin, then yeah, because there's, <laughs> you know, you had to you had to go out of your way to actually see a foreign movie yeah. for the most part. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. And you knew the ones that came to the US were for the most part art movies because international Hollywood competition didn't exist back then.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: There was there wasn't anyone putting out blockbuster massive budget movies in the 1990s outside of Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what about what if you compare this to like City of Lost Children, which I know you love?
1: Yeah. When, when you say you know, you say, "Oh, I'll recommend this to people who are you know looking for different movies." Would you would you prepare them, much like Maya was saying about this? Like, no, I that's a, a, would I prepare yeah. them or would it be just like, "No, just watch
2: it." No, I, I I prepare people. Like, I have a list <laughs> of of quirky movies that that they people know. Like, that, like okay, you're gonna have to either pay attention or it's different or whatever, mm-hmm. because, I, you know. I don't want to waste people's time. You know? <laughs> Good for you. I, no, it's... Well, it's true. Like, there are certain movies, like... Like, I I really enjoy Swiss Army Man. Mm. You know? I haven't it's, seen that, actually. Oh, you haven't seen it yet? <laughs> no. Like, what? I to that. that that is an so, acquired taste movie. That movie exactly is not is. for everyone. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, there's no way that I would... Re- there's a ton of people I would never recommend that movie to. <laughs> but for the people I would recommend it to, I'd be really curious to know what they think. Right. You know? Right. And, and I, like I, you know... I it, think you could just say it's weird and, and leave it at that and then let them, you know, figure out the rest. Or yeah. let them you know no, make... I don't give it away. But if I were right. telling people about this movie and be like, Look, this movie's not one movie, it's two things put together. Right. Like for the most part, to me that's an instant turnoff. Like I don't wanna see like like Grindhouse or Creep Show or any of these things where it's like, Hey, we put made three little movies. Like that's uh-huh. like no, I might as well be watching Scooby Doo episodes. You're giving me a half hour, you know? Like <laughs> that's that's not gonna do it. And with the Scooby Doo, it has the you know the beginning, the middle, and the end. It all wraps up nicely. You know, <laughs> this is uh, anyway. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever
0: seen the ABCs of Death? No. no. You wouldn't. You wouldn't like it. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> it's it's, it's twenty six short films, short horror films. Yeah. And the some titles of that's which okay. are, start
2: with an A, a B, a C, a D. Some if are pretty knew- good, actually exactly what i was going into (laughs) that's fine yeah you know i'll watch a movie shorts like like you know like i'm one of the few people who actually bought like the collection of pixar animated shorts back when they came out with that you know like it's Mm -hmm. that's those are fine it's fine, but you have to know it you know
1: yeah yeah i i think i would just say just just know that um there's two there's two stories and they don't prepare you for the transition they just oh no they just switch
2: I was I mean, like, "What in the world happened?" Yeah, you like, have to pay
1: attention to who, which, you know, you have to figure out who who is talking or who, I don't know, I don't know. I, I mean, the 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 through line is the the shop itself, the well, what
2: you know, yeah, the restaurant. I, thi- I think that was one of the other adjustments I was making too, because we're so used to like, you know, like Guy Ritchie who who puts in a title, changes to different people. And then you realize, okay, at some point, these two different, totally seemingly different plot lines are going to overlap. You know, they're going to come together. And so when this changed, I was like, okay, I don't exactly get what's happening, but I guess they're going to loop back to the first one. Mm -hmm. And which never happened. Yeah. No, I I definitely preface people to expect things when i'm making re- recommendations but i won't give away any sort of plot things right right you know, i don't want to ruin anything i was
1: wondering if if you could put if you flip the order and put the the first one second so you end with the crime or would that be worse i mean there's a few things you'd have to change timelines but basically they're just they're almost um, they're more or less concurrent stories. Um, and the only, yeah, the only person in both of them is the the shop owner guy. Talks to him and he keeps telling, oh, there's more, there's more girls. Oh, try this one. Okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> um, which I, you know he's kind of silly, and um, he's not funny. I wish he was a little funnier, but yeah. But he's funny in the sense that like he's just like, oh yeah, okay. Well, how about May? She's right here. Oh nope, watch out for Richard. Whoever the hell Richard is. <laughs> um I think Richard was like this, you can see his head in one shot and it's like oh it's another guy who works there okay <laughs> But I mean if you could start slow and then build to the crime drama I think you'd still have to wrap up the crime in a better way I I feel like I'd still want to know what happens to her, to the woman in the blonde wig Yeah, because yeah. it's really hard cuz yeah, that one strange. has that
2: plot and you're like Yeah you want to know
1: And it starts it starts off fast and and you, um, you know what's going. You have enough to go on, but you're like, oh, okay, so it's gonna be like this. All right, so hmm. it's it's all gonna go down soon. And then it kind of it kind of goes down, but it, it, you really don't see anything happening. You just sort of slowly, as she realizes that she's getting screwed over. You're like, okay, so her her goals have changed. She can't finish the deal. She's been hung out to dry, and I, I I'm assuming. Well, I guess they were trying to kill her, right? Because the guy. Raised his gun when uh, one of the guys... I don't know. Whatever. But if you're going to do that, then you might as well just make a whole movie about that.
0: Yeah. Oh, well. I know know we don't discuss contemporary films very often, but I will say that my my thoughts on this can be summarized thusly. (laughs) The whole time I was watching it, I kept thinking, I can't imagine... A movie being more different from Cocaine Bear than this, because <laughs> <laughs> for some reason I've had Cocaine Bear in my mind a lot, and I kind of I really want to see it. <laughs> yeah, I, I almost saw it last week, and I, I oh yeah? yeah. I kept thinking, boy, <laughs> like maybe my dinner with Andre is is more is is diff- more different than Cocaine Bear than this, but that's uh, the only thing I can think of right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, you know. It's one of those movies where everything you need to know is right in the title. <laughs> there's a bear,
0: and uh, he's on <laughs> yeah. there should be no but that's surprises, the there. right? Right. That's the or at least no there. disappointing surprises. Right. Sure you're not you're... <laughs> gleeful surprises. Right.
1: <laughs> Unless the bear goes into rehab, and nothing happens. And I think
2: it's going to be pretty exciting. Right. Yeah. All well, right, no reason to make remake this.
1: No, 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 no. Mm-mm. That'd be silly. I could see him doing like a prequel. What? I mean, again, I, the the characters are pretty young. Like he's twenty five. The first cop is twenty five years old. It's actually, he's actually twenty four, and mm-hmm. makes a big deal out of like when he's turning twenty five. 25, keeps talking about it, and, the actor that plays him is actually twenty years old. Hmm. Um. And I assume that Faye, she seems really young. You know, the 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 people, the main the main characters seem really young. And I think that detracts from it because, or or you know, maybe it doesn't detract from it. Maybe it's just for a different audience because it's because I think there is like hope at the end. I feel like it's it's about you know think, things that have to do with dating and relationships that you tend to learn in your twenties and and move on. You know, like you don't have to. Ponder this at our age, you know, you don't really go, (laughs) oh, but, you know, I mean, every once in a while, you might think about like, what would have happened if I ended up with this person, that sort of thing. But, but this is more like about being in those situations or being in that age in between and without, yeah, without social media and without, you know, it was was before all that. So, so if you tried to sell it to a younger person now, they'd be like, well, (laughs) wouldn't they just text each other? I mean, you know. (laughs) Wouldn't that yeah, just be a lot easier? Because he's got a pager and he's checking his voicemail, and you know. it's Anyway, I don't. Know, I don't regret watching it or choosing it, but uh, there was a moment in the middle there. I was like, "Oh, these guys are gonna hate this." <laughs> <laughs> Hates a strong word. Not yeah. love it. Uh, let's say,
0: not like it. Yeah,
2: why well, not right. like <laughs> it <laughs> for me? What are we doing next?
0: Yeah, what are we doing
1: next? Where does this go from here? Who do Who? we go to after me? Whose who's pick is it next? This is my pick,
2: so it's Sam's pick. It's my pick? Yep, sir. <laughs> oh, since when did we change order? What it's the same order for 134? You guys just throw these things in here like this. We're shaking things up by sticking to the plan. Screwball. Uh, all right, let me uh, let me think here. I have a list. It's just not open. Okay. Oh. Yes.
1: Yeah, it's, it is on a lot of, this movie is on a lot of lists. It's like, it's crazy how much, Um, it did, not, not the Academy though, not, they didn't know anything about it. Stockholm International Film Festival, Hong Kong Film Awards. Best Actress went to Fei Wong for one of them. I know. Oh, that's weird. I mean, she was, she was good. I, I don't know. she was hard to figure out and there was a moment when she was hiding in the cupboards when she was like um there he's like come out three two one and he was he was thinking it was the the flight attendant but because you know this movie jumps around I thought wait a minute do we just fast forward and then this is a memory or something like but it just was a coincidence that she was hiding in the cupboard and then they used to play that game yes I don't know There were a few too many coincidences in there, but some of them were good. All right. Have I killed enough time for you to find your movie? Oh yeah. I've got a couple here.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I've got, I've got one that is, is uh, kind of uh, really curious about, because I remember seeing it in the movie theater and thinking it was great. But I also remember I was like, (laughs) 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 Eleven, <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> okay, and so. then it's one of these movies that I think like everyone considers a classic, but I don't ever remember anyone ever like seeing it again. Like everyone considers ET a classic and has seen ET or showed ET to their kids or references ET. Whereas this movie, I felt like okay, they made sequels; it was a huge deal, and then it just—I don't know—it's kind of disappeared um so obviously i'm talking mid-80s here mm-hmm. and uh i i don't even know i mean if i if i say a single person who's in it i think you'll you'll know instantly you said there's sequels to it yeah okay um but i'll just i'll just i'll just go for it it's uh steve gutenberg <laughs> police academy oh. the other the oh other one three, three men and a baby Nope. <laughs> oh wait, Steve
0: Gutenberg. Yeah, wait. you're right.
2: He's got. He's got. He's got he's three, three movies three. with, uh, with, with. I'm franchises.
0: drawing. A, I'm drawing a blank with anything wait, else wait, wait, wait. he's even oh, in wait, except I got it. for I got, it. Got, I got it. I what? got it.
1: It's Short Circuit.
0: Yep. Oh, <laughs> they only made one sequel. I don't know. Oh, okay. Fine. <laughs> th- I'll th- take through. You threw me. <laughs> <there>.
2: <laughs> Sequels. Come on! <laughs> I did hear sure. the sequels too, but yes, you're right. I I, I did throw you <laughs> Um But anyway, yeah, it's like one of this. I remember seeing it theater, loving sure. it. Yeah, I remember people talking about it, being kind of like it was hugely popular for a while. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then it's like, that's it. Hmm. Like, I don't know. Yeah. So yeah. I wish you. I wish you to pick Short Circuit
0: 2.
1: Oh. Wow. I don't remember Be- it
0: because it has the best little limerick of all, okay. the little the, <laughs> well the little rhyme that the right. local gang has. You're gonna save it. Oh. I'll sa- I'll save it. Yeah, save it. I have no idea <laughs> what it is. <laughs> Let's just say the name of the gang is Los Locos, so you could probably look it up.
2: <laughs> uh, Short circuit. It's really a- interesting what you choose to remember from movies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's a choice.
0: Some things just stick.
2: <laughs> Rhyming seems to be important though. Yes. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it does rhyme. Uh All right. <laughs> it's nice. you you can see short circuit on Showtime if you have a subscription. It's free on Tubi. And something called Hoopla, which is funny. Or you can rent
2: mm. it. All right. Sweet. The only bad side about Tubi is they play the same commercial eighteen yes. times during the- all, I feel uh, like all
0: the free, str- the, well, not all the free, but any streamer where you, there's commercials, it's the same fucking commercial
2: over and over. Why do they do that? They, I, cause they, they really they, want <laughs> you to buy hair products.
0: Yeah, or they really want you to never tune in again to that <laughs> app. Or they have an
2: account and they just
0: have lazy programmers that don't want to program it, extra uh, It would have been pretty funny if you had to pick Police Academy because that's on my list, actually. It's on my list too. <laughs> mm.
2: Yeah, but this one I've had on there for quite a while, and and I was just like, you know, this is the the totally opposite direction of what we just reviewed. So. <laughs> yeah. It is. It's, it I is a nice
1: cl- uh, palate cleanser to a weird
2: foreign film. Yeah. <laughs> all yeah. right. So, so, all right. To yeah. watch to be or not to be. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, to be our best review ever is... I think this review has been better than the film. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's not the first time that's happened. True.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Next time, Johnny number five is alive. All right. All right. Well, that's
0: enough movie buff. I'm out. Yeah. 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 Thanks for listening. See you next time. All the leaves are brown.